23 minutes past 7 o'clock on a uh, Thursday morning. Usually at this time we talk with uh, Northfield Fire Chief uh, Tom Nelson, but we've decided not to. He was acting up in the uh, green room a little while ago, so I just have Rich here. <laughs> we just left him out there with the dog. <laughs> well, 20, I got kind of cheated out a little time. Normally, it's if I look at the schedule, it says 7.20, and now it's already 7.23. So you probably that AI conversation this morning between 6.30 and 7. Burned some of my time. That might have been a little bit of it. That might have something to do. Welcome, Tom. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Everyone should know it is a little slippery coming down Mm -hmm. here. It is. Still foggy out? Um, Yeah, a little bit. That's kind of breaking up, but it is. There's that black ice going, and it's like, be careful. I'm driving down in the chief's car, and the anti-lock goes, (laughs) Yep, be careful. All right, well, you got your fireman's outfit on there. That's That's right. Are you going to go enforcing code today? did not come out. That was part of the, for those of you that need to listen to the 630 to 7 session that was uh, talked about, and that brought me way back. I truly expected you to show up wearing a pair of Zubas. When you said you'd never, I thought, I could picture, I could picture Rachel. And Zubas. Yes. Defeated got, Jesse James Day's Entertainment Center or at one of the many establishments you work I've at. certainly got the body for, well, for a pair of Zubas, yes, right? But, yes. but. Dress for comfort. We, uh, we have Tom on once a month to talk about what's going on within the fire department. And this is a new year. We've got a brand new year. And that means I'm presuming you have the same fiscal year and the same organizational year that, is, uh, that goes by the year. So it's January officers. You have probably new officers coming on board. You've got your budget set. And uh, let's talk about that. How, uh, yeah. you know, the, from an organizational standpoint, uh, what is what's happened so far in 2023? So whatever year, as we were talking uh, beforehand, is it's kind of like the first day of school or the first day of class in college. Is you go there and you go through the syllabus and you talk about what you're going to be doing, and the teacher mispronounces your name and talks about the name your parents gave you that you don't want the kids to talk about. Our organizational meetings are (laughs) the first one out of the chute is basically no different than city councils where they go through and say. Who's the you know who's going to be the paper? Who's going to be this and that? And then um, they elect a chair and a vice chair. And so this year, the chair of the Northfield Area Fire Rescue Service Board is Glenn Schweitzer, Mayor of Dundas, and the vice chair is Councilor Jamie Reister from Northfield. And so then they go through that, and then we pretty much adjourn. But um, I thought it was important, and we talked about it a little bit too. Is What is Northfield Area Fire Rescue? This is a good time to kind of reset. When we do go through at the beginning of the year, Northfield Area Fire Rescue is made up of, it's a joint powers agreement um, where it is the city of Northfield, the city of Dundas, and the Northfield Rural Fire Protection District. That is uh, a group of the townships that surround, you know, there's two in Dakota County, two Solid two of Greenvale, half of Waterford, half of Scioto, Bridgewater and Northfield Township, and then a little sliver of Webster Township and a little sliver of Forest Township. So those township uh, supervisors many, many, many decades ago formed the Rural Fire Protection District. And so what's what's nice about that is, let's say in Farmington or Faribault, those cities have to negotiate fire service with each of those individual townships. So the the Fire Protection District is like the entity then that is now part of NAFERS. And so the board is made up, um, the Joint Powers Board was started in 2014, uh, and it's made up of five reps from Northfield. um, And so that's two counselors, Jamie Reister and Brad Ness. And then there are three 
appointees that Mayor Pownell makes. Um, and they're super good and involved appointees. Elizabeth Hassa, who works environmental health and safety for Carleton and St. Olaf College. Mike Stowe, who is a retired firefighter and works for Post. And uh, Jody Lawson, I almost said Adams, which is her towny name. <laughs> uh, Jody Lawson from Merchant Bank. And so it's great to have that group. And then City of Dundas has um, Mayor Schweitzer. Glenn Schweitzer is the member that's from that group. And then um, the Rural Association has Brian Peterson. And um, Larry Alderks is a new member who replaced Glenn Castor this year. So Glenn Castor was a founding member of the NAFRS board. He retired because he's got a lot of stuff going on in Bridgewater Township this year. So he has moved on. And then we have ex-official members, five of them. Um, the administrators for Northfield, Dundas, and the Rural Township mm -hmm. District, Ben Martig, Janelle Teppen, and Dean Odette. And then Brian Edwards and Mark Elliott are ex officios for their roles as partner responders. So that's a little bit about kind of the layout of the group. Um, and it's going to be a good year. Let's talk about the, uh, you know, I guess the goals uh, of, of 2024, what do you have coming up this year that uh, you'll be working on, you'll be focusing on? Is there anything from the standpoint of the board as opposed to the, just, you know, the individual firemen themselves, but is there anything that uh, uh, you'll be uh, striving to achieve this year? Yeah, one of the big things that we were able to do in 2023 is, um, as of... February 1st of this year, I will have been in that full-time chief's position for one year. And so there's been kind of this dance, I call it, between Charlene Hamlin, who's our administrative assistant, and even the board in general, because the board up till this time has really been a working board. They've all been hands-on in the organization and the operation. And so part of the creation of the full-time chief's job was to be able to let the full-time chief kind of act as the administrator of NAFERS and then work with the board more as an advice with them as an advisory role. And so that's been probably the big change. And so we're now coming into 24, I think really bearing the fruit of that work. And so I have, you know, some of the tasks that I have coming up are, we talked about the taxing district and we've been talking about that for about a year. And so uh, there was a recommendation from the taxing, uh, the tax district taxing district committee that was in 23 from NAFERS um, to look into it deeper um, with their recommendation. And so now I have some things before the February meeting to bring back and say, okay, here are a list of some things that were issues with what we'd say the current organization is. To fix those, how do we do it under the existing joint powers board? And how do we do it under the taxing district? And the whole point is to the, get to the bottom and say, is a taxing district going to solve all the problems that we need, or can we do it with the joint powers agreement? How is the best way to do that? And so we're putting together kind of some milestones with Glenn Schweitzer as the chair of how do we get through that, what are some timing triggers, and continuing to work on that. So that, and then we'll have capital, capital equipment. Um, there will be uh, half of the money going out of NAFERS that is for the new 2025 um, pumper engine that's going to be replacing our first line engine. So that's kind of like, you know, you pay the down payment and then you wait for a really long time and mm -hmm. then you pay the next half in 25. So 
that's how long it takes to get apparatus. But what's nice about that is it also you, you get to split off your payments and and not have a huge capital bump. Is the uh, delivery for the, the the pumper truck still sometime next year? I, I know that supply chain things are starting starting to ease up a little bit, but are they making any uh, promises on? Sooner delivery? Yeah, well, at least knowing that we're hitting milestones, uh, the truck manufacturer said they did get a VIN number for the chassis. So oh. the chassis is made by one company, and it ships to the, tr- the truck builder in Osceola, Wisconsin. So the good news we learned last night is, yes, we do have, last month, we do have actually a VIN number for the chassis. So we're hitting our milestones, and so... Um, I'd like to think we can get it. You know, it's like when in 25, early, mid. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's always nice if we can get it before defeated Jesse James days. Right. Now, as far as the financing of that, it's uh, when you get it delivered, it's cash on the barrel head. Would you, will you have an outstanding loan or anything at that time? Right. So what we did is um, we knew that it would be, um, let's say, I think it was $400,000 down in 24. So in addition to the operational budget that we put together, there was the capital budget. So each entity will kick in that money, their portion of that capital for that's going to be going to the truck in 24. And then in 25, we'll be collecting from the parties the same way. So we'll be, quote, paying cash. There's no financing. It's each member entity has been including that as part of their larger capital budget. So, um, yep, but when it's delivered... Pay it, write, write the check. That's going to be a big check to write, and but it's been a long time coming. We've talked about that. When that is done, you have replaced, uh, boy, so many of the uh, outdated equipment that you've had over the course of the last, well, ten, I can't believe it's been 10 years since, that, uh, since the start of the task force. But uh, at that point, where do you go to? I mean, are there other big things coming up? You still have some equipment. Uh, obviously, a few years you're going to have something, but uh, will there be anything immediate you'll have to spend? Yeah, on? the the one kind of remaining larger item is a tanker that is currently still owned by the Rural Fire Association. So that's kind of the last holdout of the equipment that's owned by mm-hmm. um, the Rural Fire so Rural Fire District, and so that'll be. Uh, I'm trying to. I think that'll be a 24. Into twenty, that'll be a twenty-five purchase in addition to what we're paying out for the rest of the tank or the rest of the this engine. So, um, yeah, one of the things that we're looking at uh, as far as capital funding is that is one of the issues with the Joint Powers Board is um, the Joint Powers Board can't bond like the city of Northfield or the city of Dundas or, and so like with the remodeling of the fire station, the city of Northfield bonded for that because they actually own the building. And then NAFERS pays a lease over mm-hmm. the time, you know, basically is paying that, making the payments on that. So um, one of the things we've talked about with capital equipment is, or it's, it's no different than I, you know, we try to teach our kids is you can either go on vacation and pay the credit card when you're done, take out a loan, or you save up before you go on vacation. Right. And so uh, it may be that we end up, which a lot of cities do, is every year we say, here's the operational budget. And here's your portion that goes into the capital equipment bank. So then you have the you have the savings to go on vacation, and you buy trucks out of that. And so by doing that, then you're not always then you're paying ahead of time for the vacation. So that might be one thing that we we will end up moving to, whether it's joint powers or taxing district, is having a sinking fund for capital. You have to be 
really proactive about that with 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 uh, rural too because I mean they set their budgets yes in March for like they're going to set their 2025 budget uh this coming March yep right and so it's yeah their you, levy gets set you really are yeah you have yep. to, you really have to plan ahead for that and that's one of the big things that really came has come from the rural fire association is by the time we you know by the time we knew we were going to be hiring a full-time fire chief and having that increase in the budget to go with that, we'd already set our levy. Mm-hmm. And so they'd been using reserve funds in the rural fire district to kind of pay that. So one of the things that I've said is, well, I've got the 24 budget done. We're running in it, and I keep run rates to see how we're going. I should, And I've committed to say, in March, I should be able to give the board a quick bar napkin of what does 25 look like? Are there any surprises? Are we continuing the course? Is there a certain percentage increase? What's our capital look like? So they can have an intelligent number to go back to the townships with. Is that the situation that's kind of driving the uh, the idea of a taxing district? That's one of them. That's yeah. one of about six key items. You'd mentioned uh, <clears throat> you're coming up on one year. Uh, on February the 1st, I would imagine there's some type of evaluation about the uh, job you're doing. Uh, have you got that yet? It is that coming been, up next month? It, or? No, what I've said is to others and is you deserve an A, you're not going to get one. But no, all that means is uh, <laughs> we. They, my evaluation was completed in December mm-hmm. and um, my key card still works. I still have the key to the fire chief's vehicle. Um, and so that is, it, is, is that really a vote of confidence? Well, yeah, yeah, second, <laughs> yeah if we're going to, if we're going to let you go, you get to keep them. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's good. But so, yeah, that's done. And then, um, once the personnel committee, uh, meets, they will work on the whole recommendation for any kind of merit increase. And so that'll be coming in February when our first committee meeting starts. All right. So, yeah. So that, that one is done, um, Four twenty-three. All right. Perhaps the new board chair would, would, would like to join you next yes. month. <laughs> oh, I think we will have some, hopefully, some some more status updates. Whenever okay. you get a new board and some changes, um, dynamics change a little bit. But it's pretty much, aside from um, Larry Alderks, who's the new Glenn Caster, it's the same crew. And it's so nice to be able to kind of hit that momentum and keep going um, and not have to really kind of start over. So I really appreciate the work of our board. All right. Rich, any other questions? I, uh, Tom, any other Just statements? wrapping. I get to go a little longer, okay, because I know you got to hit sports or something. Um, we had the Firefighters Awards Banquet this year, mm-hmm. um, and that we just get to honor all the firefighters for what they do. It's a thank you. We have um, members of the sheriff's office there to talk about it. Um, and we also have um, someone from the ambulance, and the board is able to offer their appreciation to the firefighters, and then we all can thank the board for their contributions as part of it. Highlight of this year, um, there's always a firefighter of the year picked, and that's picked by the previous year's firefighter of the year um, in consultation with me. Um, this year, Noah Malika, who's a local boy, we were talking off air. Arlen Malika's son, and so he was uh, Firefighter of the Year this year. And, yeah, the big joke, and it sounds like Brad Ness mentioned that at the council meeting, is Noah isn't one of, Noah isn't one of few words. And so uh, when he got the award, he was pretty uh, silent and didn't really have, know what to say. And so that was a, I don't think any of us had ever had that. So, That's but congratulations to, to uh, Noah Malika for 2023 firefighter. He's year. a relatively new uh, uh, hire for, for yes, Madison, and he? Uh, he 
is 21, so mm-hmm. he was able to sidle up to the bar at the Grand Theater afterwards and have a drink. So, But, yeah, it's great to see uh, people that we know in our circles when they're kids. It's like, wow, how'd you get so Another old? generation <laughs> yes. coming yes. through. So, so wonderful. Northfield's in good hands, and the future of the fire department yes. is looking bright. We're handing the keys slowly over to those folks. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. All right, and Noah, I'll be interviewing you in about 50 years. Yeah. Okay, you'll be younger than me, but... <laughs> Tom, thank you so much for coming in. It's today. always a pleasure, gentlemen. Mm-hmm.